Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Buckets. That's the name of my boat. Buckets. Buckets. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Everybody who watches his show on a regular basis knows my love of the stretch four. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to Tallahassee. Let's see if y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pin and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This shallow, pretty girl dunking in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this what we fall for. Keep the gameplay, they want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets out the buckets, baby. You're out of time. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. Woo! We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. 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 I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. All right. So as as Melissa's board is telling you, um, we did interview... uh, DJ Irving earlier today that is on the same feed. It's probably the thing right before this. Um, actually, no, they're rolling out all the heat coverage, so we're getting we're getting drowned out over here. But um, <laughs> um, he did he did bring up a lot of stuff. He I mean, again, you should definitely everyone should, should should watch that interview. He he expands on his answers and gave us a lot to talk about. Actually, um, before that interview, like, what are we going to talk about today? And, and he, he gave us quite a bit to talk about. So I guess let me start with throwing this out there. So we did ask him. Or Matt asked him, you know, the the, the question of how, how do you replace Jordan Miller? And you know, he first he came with the uh, the Matthew Maybe. Cleveland answer, which we kind of, <laughs> you know, like all right, that's kind of. Then he's not the same type of player. Then he threw a name out there I thought was interesting, which was Bensley Joseph. <laughs> so we want to take that 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 and figure out how Bensley. I, Joseph I mean, cool. uh, well, I I think he more meant what not necessarily the position, but I think more taking in that leadership role and maybe off the court as well. I mean, that's kind of how I kind of interpreted it. You know, he's been since his third year on the team. He was coming off the bench. It looks like he's probably going to be a starter now. Um, so looking at him and even Wuga to kind of step up because they've been in the system the longest. I think that's maybe what he meant or that's what I took from it. Yeah. Well, and I think too, um, Jordan was definitely the leader defensively. He was a guy that he was always going to make the right rotation. He was always going to help. He was everywhere on the court defensively. 
I think that's kind of, you know, Bensley plays a different uh, position, but I think he kind of views uh, Bensley in that matter. And I think that it's like he said, you know, it's by committee, right? You can't just replace Jordan with one player. I think that we're going to see, I, I do think, you know, we voice concerns about Matthew Cleveland defensively, right? I think, um, I do think he'll be improved for us because I think some of the things were due to coaching and, you know, um, you know, the system he was playing in as well too. But I think it's going to be a mix of things. I do see, you know, Bensley taking another step up uh, in terms of leadership. Um, You know, Jordan was huge. He was the one that, you know, would say something to the team, you know, get them on the run get him on a run to come back from in games and whatnot. So I think he will take a step up in that way. But yeah, I think there's, there's no direct replacement, right. As we've talked about like many times. So, so do you guys think that that was like, cause we had talked about who the fifth starter was. Do you think that was a, uh, a tell there a little bit? I mean, I think everyone's assuming it's Bensley, but I, I still don't think, I think for certain teams that we play, I can see AJ Casey getting thrown in there if we need a little bit more size, but experience wise, I mean, Bensley makes sense, but it's just, it's very, very small lineup. Yeah. I I I mean, I go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, I think no matter what, you know, I, I was hesitant to say this before when we initially talked about it, but I think that we're going to see a lot more of Nigel pack and Bensley Joseph on the court at the same time. Um, I just don't know how they're going to – because you kind of have to switch up how you play, right? Because if you're playing half-court defense with Bensley and Nigel, it's going to be tough. I think Bensley's going to be the one, though, because we always have that guard that's going to pressure the ball, right? It was Charlie Moore a few years back. It was Isaiah for the most part last year. You know, Nigel did it somewhat, but I think Bensley's going to really step up in that role, um, try to create some turnovers and whatnot. But – I, I just don't know. It depends on how, you know, the step that, um, how much, how much, um, oh my God, I'm totally blanking on his name right now. AJ Casey has improved. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, coffee has not come into effect yet. Uh, I think it depends on how much he's developed, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I think, I think, I think the development of some of our freshmen to their sophomore year is going to be a big factor. Uh, Cause I think Chris Watson and AJ Casey are going to be playing a lot more minutes. Yeah, I think the other thing is while we all um, and and Bill's kind of hitting some of this, but I, I yeah. think while we're, we're up, all, I think we're all kind of looking at how are we going to defend someone has to guard us too, like can mm-hmm. a four yeah. really guard Matthew Cleveland either? Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's kind of the that is the game we played the last few years is you're going to score because we're undersized, but we're going to score too, and who? Who has to blink first? And yeah. for the most part, it's been the opponent. Because if you if you look at the cross, we hit UConn. Well, we didn't we didn't score right, and I think yeah. that was that was the challenge there. And and same thing against uh, Kansas last year. Right? If we do, if we but we we try to push the the pace and make an open up tempo scoring game, and then you know let the team that's used to playing traditional half court offensive bigs figure it out on the fly. Um, it's kind of how we've had a lot of success now. Um, so if they're going to, if you look at like the, the cross matches, it's going to be hard to cover Bensley and Nigel and Wooga and Cleveland and Norchad as a lineup. So I think they're, 
we'll give some points up. I think we'll outscore you is, is probably that that is the bet we've been making for two years now. Yeah, we'll see. Um, something that kind of piqued my interest, what Coach Irving was talking about, was when he mentioned Keyshawn and said how when he came for his visit, he was 6'5", and then he came to campus to start, like, camp or whatever, he was 6'8". <laughs> um, and anyone who's watched this show for the last, like, few weeks or a couple of months has noted our debate about who's, the, who's taller. Told because y'all. In our in our private chat, we've been messaging each other pictures from Europe, and we're like, Keyshawn is taller than Norchad. It's not just his hair; he's taller. And Coach Irving pretty much confirmed what Matt has been saying. And it's interesting because Keyshawn plays more of like the two or the three, but he's now six eight and can ball handle. Um, he had already said that he'd put on about ten pounds already, and he's starting yeah. to bulk up. I think he's going to be very interesting to watch. Maybe not this year, but as he gets used to the system into his sophomore and junior year, um, with this, the skill set that he has and his size, that's going to be very fun. The thing that I thought was interesting, too, is he talked about he can play the one through the three like right now. Mm-hmm. But then he talked about the development you know, and the possibility of him playing the four. You know, he said he did say he has. Yeah, he did say that he had to he had to add some muscle, but. I mean, having a guy that's 6'8", that can ball handle, that can shoot the ball, that can kind of create for himself and others, that's that's huge. That's what the league is kind of turning into. So um, yeah. it's, it's you know exciting who else to could, hear. You know who else could ball handle when he used to play at Miami? Kenny Kaji. <laughs> From now on, when you bring him up out of cycle, I'm just, I'm just there, there is a button that you can't see on my screen that says remove from stream. And um, <laughs> he I, could ball handle. I, I, I am very, very tempted to push it right now. I hadn't mentioned him in a bit, so I thought I'd get him in there. Did you, did you, did you guys hear too when he brought up, um, when he was talking about the scrimmage that they just had, right? And he said the score was like 42 to 35. I'm telling you, um, that, that it was, was, it was nobody appreciated it was, my buckets it, reference. It was, it was I a, did, I got it, but I don't know that anyone else did. It was a 10 minute scrimmage, so that's like what, like 160 something to yeah, 100 whatever. Yeah, which is insane, by the way. But then he also said something that I thought was interesting was that he said that we have 10 guys that can really put the ball in the basket. I'm not. I'm not trying to read into that too much, but I feel like that. Well, let, let's know, let's name names here. So, who are the ten guys then? Nigel well, Bensley, Wooga, Matt. Thanks. Nor Chad. That's five. Keyshawn, Chris. I think we'll submit that, but anyway. Um, all right, that's seven. Um, did you say Wooga yet? I named our starting five. Yeah. The start, so oh, so outside the starting, outside the expected. Oh, outside of the starting five. So Chris Watson, he has to be Keyshawn. talking about. He has to be talking about Keyshawn, AJ Casey. I'm guessing he's talking about, yeah. and then he's probably talking about Nuoko, or Joe Bay. Mm. I mean, he basically that's almost the whole team except for it's almost the whole team. It's either, it's oh, either, so who are we not including? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> well, no, I just did the math and realized that. No, I wasn't actually. I didn't realize it was just like it was either Jobe or, or Jakai. I didn't realize that until we started doing yeah. that. <laughs> I think I think I think Jakai would probably be on it over Jobe. Yeah, and Coach Al did say Jobe had like a couple of years of work and he's supposed yeah. to be more ready. So I think he's the 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 one that wasn't mentioned. Again, we still have a couple of 
we're obviously not filling them at this point, but we have a couple of scholarships open, so we don't have a full, like, 12. Well, with the way our 24 recruiting classes, we may need those for next year. Yeah, I mean, oh. he addressed that as well and said, well, people are going to leave anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I hate that we can't talk about, like, we can't ask coaches about recruiting because our 24 class is so stacked right now. Um, but I've, it's a recruiting I've... violation. But <laughs> Yeah. I mean, be recruiting they have to be signed. For, to talk, for them to talk about it. Um, but yeah. We can ask it. He's just going to be like, I can't talk about that. Yeah, they have to be signed in order for them to talk about, to like name names and talk about recruits. So we couldn't ask about Jaleel or Schwartz or Johnson. So any yeah, other any other tidbits from from the interview? I mean, the one when I asked him what's the one thing, if you could like have one thing, just be you know accomplished between now and the start of the season, what would it be? And he said sharing the, the ball and to generate like the best possible look yeah because we have so many shooters. He, he wants the team to make sure they're getting the best shot because we have so many people that can make shots you want to take the highest percentage best shot so it sounds like our offense is going to be really really fun this year well i mean i guess we we are integrating some new parts is there any concern or, or... Like if we're gonna play well, well here's here's the thing, right? So if we're if we're gonna play the way it looks like we're gonna play, which is very open, high scoring, you know, as you're breaking in new players in offensive flow, that can affect it. Are we all worried that we're gonna stumble out of the gates here a little bit while we try to get our our get into some kind of a rhythm? I think there's always an adjustment too, but I, I mean, I have faith in the coaching staff because it's like he said in the interview too. They're very selective with who they bring in this program. Um, I think that, I mean, there's always adjustments made. I remember, I mean, the rotation will always change, right? Like coach L's always going to do, you know, whether it's, you know, going with a shorter, uh, not a shorter lineup, but like a, um, shorter rotation or, you know, maybe it's a deeper rotation. There's always going to be something that changes. Um, I'm not concerned about adding the new pieces. I think, I think we added complimentary pieces to the best that we could, you know, what I have wanted another, you know, big, maybe a little bit more size. Yes. But I think we did pretty well for. So they don't seem to be at all bothered by that. Cause I think we're all like oh, we're too small and they didn't really, you know, there were bigs available. They kind of didn't really go well, hard after them. So. I mean, there was a couple, right? There was a couple stretch bigs that they kind of went after. Yeah. We missed but... a seven-footer that's well, no, they're, they're, making they're... it to Arizona. Yeah, but whatever. It's not going to fit in here. It's like two of our players. But, it wasn't um... a take. Go ahead. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, we did. There were some some um, seven-footers or at least, you know, traditionally traditional bigs that our name was in the ring for, but didn't really seem to be that big of a priority to – yeah, so I just, just do that. And I think they're just kind of comfortable with playing like this. Yeah, well, it changes your your play style if you get a traditional post player, right? Yeah, you're I, gonna I, we slow the game down, ball. play. Yeah, play play a different game just because one other player is in. You know, it's it's difficult. It's a balancing act, right? Yeah, and I, I think that's where you know we're all looking at this on pavement. It's too small, and I don't think they care. Because you easily, you know, after we, we missed on 
there were some some bigs our names were in the hat for, but you could have easily like if we just wanted to get some size in here, you could have found it. And yeah. they chose not to. I think they don't care. I'm telling you, we need a stretch four. We need a four. <laughs> we don't have a four. Yeah, right now it's <laughs> Cleveland, apparently. So, I mean, AJ, so, I think AJ Casey's. A, I mean, he's kind of a tweener, but I think he's he almost a three-four. And that we played a five yeah. last year. But Norch has not a five either. So, I mean, Norch well, has more. Well, based four. on based on the way uh, Coach described his shooting, maybe he's a stretch four now. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so do you guys I also I also okay. like that um I also like that coach Irving um plays the point as a, as the scout team. He <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, that, I knew he ran really the scout team. I didn't know he actually so I knew he ran the scout team. I didn't know he actually ran the scout team. Like I didn't know he Yeah, like he played plays as a member of the scout team, which is really cool. Yeah. I just liked when I was like, "Oh yeah, you do you kill Nigel and and Bensley in practice? You give them buckets?" Right. That was so funny. Recruiting is done now since he commented that they don't have any actually leaving next year. I mean, technically, all of our players have eligibility after this year. Um, so I guess it just depends. But well, So I actually took that answer a different way than the way Bill is. Um, and yeah, I mean, I took it as they're going to keep recruiting. Yeah, because they don't care about the numbers because spots will open up yeah. anyway. That's the way I took yeah. it, at least, because like some people are going to leave. Yeah whether to the pros or transfer out. So there's going to be available scholarships is the way I took it. Because the question mm -hmm. I'd asked was like how they balance, you know, continuing to add players to the 24 class versus leaving spots open for potential transfer portals after Melissa asked, you know, how come we're so successful with, with transfer portal kids? And his answer was kind of like, eh, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's, yeah. You don't also, know how many you spots for, are uh... open, yeah. Bill, thank you for watching the pod. I saw you comment in the live chat. Please, so no, thanks for please. watching the interview. Never, never a doubt Bill was going to stop. What are we Bill talking? and Daniel so, are, are kind of the OGs. I, uh, I DM'd Bill and told him that we had an interview coming out with, with uh, Coach Irving. Y you so. leaked. Yeah. You leaked internal show news. Yeah. Sir, I leak I leak internal show news to my my uh my besties in my group text. So I tell them everything that's going uh, on. You tell them before you tell me, apparently. But um, no, I actually didn't tell them until <laughs> after we told you about our upcoming our upcoming guest. Well, yeah, I almost maybe, just said yeah. his name. That could have been yeah. disastrous. Well, because you never know if Nate's <laughs> gonna tell me. So uh, <laughs> that if I find out there was like Melissa told you, didn't tell me. Uh, but uh, no, no. Well, that know, will be now, in two weeks. Now that I know you two leak information, I just got to be a little bit more careful. Who knows? Who knows what might get out? <laughs> the first person that knew about that person coming on the show was Matt. Well, that makes me feel included. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was somebody on the pod, though. I, 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 I screenshot him a picture of the message, and he was like, oh, crap. Like, or he didn't say crap, but he said something. I don't yeah, know, we are. Did you say, oh, shit? <laughs> Oh, come on, man. It's still early. It's only 730. And we're oh, bad at it. The mean... They were giving out really cool duffels at the volleyball game tonight. I kind of wanted to go. They were giving out Adidas duffels. <laughs> I mean, you're right there. It's not far. Oh, we didn't ask no, Coach we for... The pod. We didn't ask Coach for uh, the practice shorts. <laughs> Look, if we're going to get gear, it's going to come out of the women's side of the fence. So I think that's for sure. Yeah. Well, you I, think they'll I, still I have 2XL? I don't know. I don't know. We have some tall players. At least I know my women's size. Are you sure that they're women's sizes? They may be like unisex. 
the ones no the ones the shorts that i have or no the practice shorts oh i well i mean they look kind of different they have to be no know. they're different they wouldn't have like unisex ones for the for the actual teams there's yeah, no way yeah the ones because the ones i had were like team issued i got i i ended up getting the i think i showed them on stream the 2xl it's all the miami logos they're sick they oh, don't have cool. pockets though it sucks Ah. Uh... I need shorts with pockets, but I don't yeah. care if they if 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 I, someone can get me a pair of those practice shorts. I'd yeah, I think be very I think happy. someone someone might be able to just yeah. <laughs> there, there's someone with connections to the so, program that might be someone able to. that could I, I be did, on the show next week. I did want to bring up too. Um, we talked to, or I don't know if we talked about this yet, but when we brought up Wuga too, because we talked oh. a little bit about him. I think I asked. I did I ask it? Yeah. Um, what you? What was your guys' takeaways from, um, what he what he what he said about Wuga's development and whatnot? It sounds to me it sounded like he's made even more improvements from last season, and he took took another jump. Um, that's what it sounds like to me, anyway. Yeah, yeah, they're putting a lot on him. Mm-hmm. Well, he's gonna have the ball in his hands a lot more. I mean, he was like like the tertiary guy last season and he's going to be one of the primary guys this season. So he's got a lot more responsibilities. So it sounds it's like he's cr- excelling at it. It's just crazy to me that he started playing high school basketball his sophomore year as a sophomore year. And, yeah. Like yeah. that's when he started playing basketball. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. It, yeah. It's also interested, interesting that they've kind of, you know, I mean, they're being pretty, uh, explicit on putting him forward as like he's the man now we had to pull him out of both of the times we were eliminating the last two years because he just like could not stay on the floor for quality of play issues so it's good it's kind of interesting that that uh doesn't seem to have phased anyone within the program i mean it's another year i i don't i think people underrate how much you can improve in the offseason Oh, I think right. he can improve. I just, I mean, they're putting a lot of pressure on him. He was low, like he was a much better player last year than he showed against Connecticut. Yeah, it's just yeah, like, I, yeah I it do. Got, it got a little big for him. But we were a much better I, team well, than what we showed against Connecticut, also. So I mean, yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, a lot of people struggled in that game, but I yeah. think too, he was more like I don't want to say one-dimensional offensively last season. It was either you know catch and shoot threes or pull up from mid-range. I'm guessing that he's expanded his offensive bag. Maybe he's, you know, attacking the rim more and whatnot because he's athletic. That one, do you remember that one dunk he had? I can't remember who it was against. And you just see him go up and his arm is like way above the rim. I can't remember who it was against. No, he's, um, he's. I mean, to pick up to pick up basketball as a sophomore in high school and now play Division One, you've got to have, you have to be an athletic freak to begin with. I mean, a lot of these players that play D1 have been playing since they were kids. And he just like at like 15 decided to start playing basketball. So he's got a lot of natural ability that he just needs to kind of develop and be better at using basically. Uh, I think he's going to improve as a defender too. Cause I think yeah. we saw, well, I mean, he already made season. strides. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think towards the end of the season, I mean, he tucked he, uh, he took out, what was his name? Tucker DeFries. Um, mm-hmm. of Drake, who was a really good offensive player. Um, and that was really impressive. So 
I, I think he's going to make strong. No, we have, I, I think having too. him, having him, Bensley and Norchad on the floor. I mean, those three guys are very, very good defensively. So, um, and I think Cleveland can play some decent defense and he's probably going to develop in the system as well. Um, so, I mean, we can have like an all defense team out there if we need to. I mean, really, the only thing we lack is size, but it yeah, hasn't but really it, stopped it, us in the past. It, it hasn't stopped us from. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com lighting people up and winning yeah. games i don't i do yeah. think it does limit what we can do defensively yeah at the end of the true. day you need a tall guy they're doing yeah. stuff defensively well it'll be interesting to see how nawoko develops within within the system this year and if we use him at all because i mean he's like six nine six ten um and he's fully grown <laughs> I do think that he will, he can have an immediate impact on defense yeah. because of his physicality, so. his athleticism. You know, he's not some dude mm-hmm. that looks like he's stuck in cement when he's, you know, on the defensive side yeah. of the floor. He can move pretty well for his size. So I think he can make an impact in that regard. So I agree. Well, I mean, but so this is where I'm a little conflicted on some of this stuff. I get, I get what you all are saying. You, we, there is a, a, uh, Set up five, we can roll out there with 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 Duoku, who's legitimately tall. Um, you know, we have enough good individual defenders that if we put them out on the court, we could have a pretty good defensive lineup out there. Doesn't that break with every single thing we do? I'm not suggesting we don't play defense, but we don't want to get into a game where boy, there's you know ten good defenders on the court, we're grinding it. And so no, I and I, no that's not our that's not that. our game. That's not our no, game, that's... but we do have good individual defenders. Like Bensley last year was an elite defender for us. I think what he needed to work on this offseason was his offensive game, and it sounds like he's doing that. Wooga's developed a defensive game. He's gonna be one of our offensive stars. Norchad was a beast on on defense. I think he's developing his offensive game. Um, so I think we do have a little bit of everything. Like I said, again, I, I think uh, the players that are coming back have gotten better. We've brought in some young guys. We haven't even seen a lot of what Chris Watson can do or AJ Casey. Um, so I, I think we're going to be better on defense than people think. And again, it's really just a lack of size, but we have guys that can square up and defend and not take away from our offensive game. So the, to uh, answer your other question from a few minutes ago before you took us on a tangent on your own, um, Sorry, I thought I thought the whole how we talked about the process of getting the scout team ready, how they have to learn the other team's plays, you know, practice an hour before actual practice kicks off to like make sure that they they know how to run the other team's playbook. 
all that was 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 really interesting in terms of how we because every every school obviously does that they scout the other teams and they have to practice against you know what they think they're going to see but it was interesting to see how but but they approach how you accomplish that in different ways it's interesting to see how to hear how uh how we do that 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 was interesting um it's also how the players that don't play stay in shape they have to practice more the scout team ones hmm. Well, I know the women's team. The women's team has like guys that play with them. Yeah. Yeah. One of my friends at undergrad did that for a year. Yeah, I think I did did that that. for a year. I did that for a year at Long Beach. I gave them buckets, baby. They didn't even see anything like that before. (laughs) Man, I swear to God, you were putting so much pressure on yourself to win a horse when we play. Because I love it. Uh, no, there so. is pre- there is pressure on Matt because me and Vish haven't picked up a basketball. I was gonna in tell years. I was gonna tell DJ like, hey, we're doing a horse thing. Can we like stream like do it from the from the from indoor the facility? Pra- yeah, the indoor facility. But I completely forgot. I well, mean, I we was can... gonna buy the, I was gonna buy the new Dame basketball shoes after he was announced getting traded to Miami. So I, I don't know that my soul could do that now. So I don't, I, I need to I, I I need to get a new pair of basketball shoes because the last pair that I that I have are the D Wade Converse's. Dude, get the leaning uh ones, the way. Oh, the D Wade ones. Oh, they're so. Yo, those oh, my, they have a Miami Vice look, version. The look, pink and look blue at all ones. these shoes. Look at all these yeah. shoes. The way of ways mm-hmm. are my favorite by far. Really? Um, yeah, they're very I gotta, nice. I gotta find those. We'll have to discuss offline on which color colorway to buy. I got you. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting here like, oh, sure. Me, me and Matt need Vish, to do a Vish, show of this basketball shoes. Vish, Vish was about <laughs> to get his Ken Dom out. I, I need something. This I need I need my equivalent. You've got the beach ball. You've got the Ken Dom. i got nothing here. With with 15-year-old air. I mean, that is, that is crazy. That's crazy. That was inflated when Melissa was gra- was dropped on Melissa at graduation in 2008. Wait, and so fifth, that was fifteen years ago? About or actually May 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 two thousand. Oh yeah. So I was. Oh my god, I was like fourteen, thirteen. I've never, I've never opened it or refilled it up. So this is fifteen year old that, air. That's, in here. that's high quality engineering, then, because like, how did it not right? lose all the air? Yeah. Well, I don't really play with it. It's, it's been sitting on my on my dresser for you however long, and then I some, some and then I moved integrity. it over here. It's right next to my Shane Larkin bobblehead. Oh, we got matching. Wait, hold on. Ayo. (laughs) Mish, where's yours? I'm so left out here. Um, (laughs) Let's see. What do I got? Hey, if we ever get Shane on the show, Matt, we'll have to show that off. And that Vish doesn't have one. I'm kind of losing hope in that. I've tried all my connections. Julian's like, oh yeah, I'll talk to him and stuff. I I think he's not really. Shane kind of strikes me as like a guy that doesn't really like to do that type of thing. You know what I mean? Well, the guy that I got that's coming on the show is very excited um, and loves that we're doing a basketball pod. So in two weeks. Wait, have we announced this to the public? I didn't no, say I didn't no. say who it was. I just said we just know the date. It's okay. in two weeks. Because I was gonna, October nineteenth. Yeah. I was like, wait, right? I don't want to spoil anything. No, not the name. The name, we'll announce the name, like, maybe, like, the day before. Because a lot can happen in two weeks. So, I don't want to say the name and then he have yeah, to, like, cancel or something. So, uh, yeah. but, yeah, I finally contributed to the podcast and brought in a guest. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you contributed already. It's so. a joke because I haven't brought in on the, any guests yet. I understand that. 
That's why I was doing it. Who dead wait? Man. Who brought in DJ? Was it you or Matt? It was me. It's Matt. So you got you have three. I annoyed I annoyed DJ like multiple times a week. <laughs> he followed me on tw- he followed me back on Twitter. He was probably finally like, oh man, he's like, can you stop talking to me now? <laughs> I've got I've got two coaches I mean, now. That follow I, I, me I'll on say Coach Meyer follows me and likes my tweets on the regular. I mean, yeah, she. Such a baller. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, I will say, I will say. Um, I mean, I don't know if we should share this, but DJ stayed after we ended the interview to talk to us for. He was having a good time, so I. Yeah, I was I know. like being respectful of his time. I was like, all right, let's wrap up here. And he kept talking to us after I killed the stream. I'm like, oh, cool. Maybe we Start should discuss time. Maybe we should discuss how much. I should have asked. I should have asked. Before. I should have asked before. Yeah, but I was running out. Because yeah, we talked for a good like five or ten minutes after yeah. the after it ended. Yeah. Yeah, sure. He liked that we were alumni. That you guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm from California. Now who's left out? Finally, it's not me. He also liked that I've been kicked out of a basketball game. Okay, and I still have better (laughs) connections than you guys. Just saying. I mean, I think I'm bringing somebody in. Hold on, hold on. on. So you have more. Not better. He has more. More. Don't say better. More. I went to the top. Because Coach Meyer is one of his connections. Literally, we didn't really even have a show. We didn't really even have a show. (laughs) Like, hey, will you come on this thing we're doing? (laughs) Will you come on this thing? We didn't have a name yet because she showed up and named it. Where's (laughs) Alex Dono? Alex Dono covers football, not basketball. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jerry, I know Jerry. Jerry uh, does Calcio Connection with Dono. I I don't know if he's joking (laughs) with us or not. I know Jerry. Jerry's a good dude. It's in all caps. It's on... Why are you yelling at us? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Shout out to Jerry. I know Jerry. Jerry's Jerry's a good dude. He's a Lazio soccer fan, too. Yeah. I'm going to start a... Instead of a Chick-fil-A Popeyes list, do I need to start a a list of who brings on what guests? (laughs) No, because, I mean, I need a weighted average on this. I need to get Dave on on here, dude. There's only one way you can... There's only one person that... And then we have to have a debate on whether it trumps fine because I still will go. Da- mine, Dono there's... has called me the hoops expert though, so I don't know that he's a master of everything, but he is a master of of Kane's football. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do we want to do NBA grid? Do we have anything else to talk about? Well, I mean, um, I think a couple of things um, just around you know. So I asked uh, I asked Coach the question, DJ. Um, you know, what do we need to? What's the one thing we need to improve? What do you guys think we need to like? Ha- so here's the thing, right? We've been, I would say, pretty harshly seated in the postseason the last couple of years. Like, what do we need to do in the non-conference? Because once you get to the conference play, it's like the die is cast, right? It's kind of like they we need figure, to win. Like, like the, the, the the net rating, it's rated the conferences. So you're just gonna play yourselves, so it doesn't really. Set. We we oh, need well, to I go think- undefeated. You go undefeated in the in, in, the non-conference. in non-conference, yeah. Well, I think too, like there's always been the argument of the strength of our non-conference schedule, right? You know, the, the past few years, I think it's you know definitely stronger this year. Probably the strongest it's been in the last, I don't know, of recent memory. Um, but we got to win those games, right? Like Melissa said. Yeah, we so have some saying. good opponents. Like we play at Kentucky. Providence and Kansas State are in that tournament in the Bahamas that we're playing in, so we're likely going to play one of them. Colorado. Colorado at yeah. Barclays, although they're apparently ranked preseason in hoops, Colorado, like 23 or something. 
Did they it, got a they got a they have a big name recruit I think that's coming in um for basketball. Is Zion coaching basketball also? If, if you've watched them play the last few weeks, please. Did you see this? There was a basketball recruit that they asked him. They were like, Oh, did you, you know, did you decide to kind of come here because, you know, Dion took over as head coach for football? And he was like, I've been committed for like <laughs> months before he's he was even announced to come here. And I play basketball. <laughs> yeah. And I play basketball. Oh, we also, um, we also played Georgia. In, in that that's for sure in that Bahamas mm-hmm. tournament. Yeah, Georgia's which, kind of been really bad though. No, they're not they're not as good, but they are a power conference team. So when they start doing yeah. the math on that, it's opponents, opponents, and all that stuff come in there, and Who's, so they'll play an SEC yeah. schedule. So, so that'll be a good one. Who are the Who are the other teams that are in the bot? Is it Kansas State, Providence, and then Providence, Georgia, and us? Oh, yeah, Georgia, it's just four okay. teams. So yeah, okay. so, so we're definitely playing Georgia on the Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then when we win, we'll play the we winner play of the winner. State and Providence. Yeah, after we win, yeah. But, I mean, that Georgia one's a sneaky one that can help our metrics because they're going to play an SEC schedule. So, even though they yeah. are themselves are going to be bad, when they start, like, running it through the machine, <laughs> they'll have, like, a your, your opponent's strength of schedule or whatever the hell it is will we'll come out okay. So, I, I, think, I think we did, Matt, to your point, we kind of approached, I think, a little bit more intentionally this year to make sure we got some – some some teams that all look good on paper in the out yeah. of conference to hopefully boost some of our numbers and get seated better. Well, and the thing too is, I mean, seating does matter, but also too, first round matchup matters as well, right? So it's we're not going to know until it's that time. You know, hopefully, you know, I was going to say hopefully we make the tournament because you just never know what can happen. Yeah, yo, man, but don't bring that negativity up here. There is no way. And There's I hope no the way. women. I hope the women host. Yeah, I mean the women's. It makes a much bigger difference this evening. If you're top four, you host. So, yeah. So that, which is that's that's, that's awesome and cool, but yeah, we would we, we would have if they did that in men's. We would have both of our teams would have won in Indiana on their court in consecutive nights. That would have been that's wild. That's true. North Miami. Mm-hmm. That, that would have been wild. Um, yeah, but I think the women definitely have an opportunity to. Uh, to get a top four seed in house. It's been a long time since that's happened. What's their preseason, like their ranking? Are they not? Are they not ranked? Nope. Hmm. Oh, wow. But it's, it'll, 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 well, they're kind of like what the men were coming into last year, right? They had the Elite Eight run. People think it was kind of a fluke. If you watch the team play, you know it wasn't. And so they're kind of undervalued now. Wait till the season plays out, though. Just like the men did last year, start getting ranked. I'm like, oh, look who's yeah. near the top of the. And the difference between the men's and the women's, though, is that ACC is by far the best conference in women's basketball. So if we're like top top four or five in the ACC, we're going to be ranked in the top 20 easily. What's up, Terry? Another come in another usual in, in the chats. I see, I see Tattoo Terry in a few of our chats. Yeah, we we have a we have a following of sorts here. We do. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks.
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.